You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. We're your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we have some guests that have joined us in studio. In studio. Super excited to have you guys on with us. First, Maggie, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Maggie Price. I'm from Del Rapids. Um, I have had the privilege of working with the Special Needs Ministry for eight years now. Um, I'm married to my best friend, Andy. We have three kids, Earthside, one kiddo, Heavenside, and one Inside. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Inside and inside. Yes. Awesome. Wow. Covering all the bases. Okay. (laughs) Jacob, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi. um, I'm Jacob Fisher. Um, I am 32 years old. I am the child of Donald um, James and Janet Regina Fisher. Um, I currently work at Dairy Queen over at the Bridges. Seventh Street. Oh, the nice one. You have the nice one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry, um, all other Dairy Queens in existence. <laughs> I would have to say I am one of many people with special needs, and um, I have Down syndrome. Well, I'm glad to have both of you here today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what the special needs ministry is, Maggie? Yeah, I'd love to. So we exist to serve families in our diocese who have kids, um, adults or children with special needs. And so we're able to just provide different programming um, and to assist DREs and priests and anyone who's working in the parish at the parish level or school level to be able to serve those with special needs within their parish, within their school, within their community. Um, And our goal is to just really open the hearts of all those in parishes and schools and communities to those with special needs so that they are not afraid and that they're willing to welcome them into their parish and be able to be blessed by the gifts that they can bring. Well, that's beautiful. So what are some of the things that generally in the history of REACH that, that you guys have done? Yeah, so when I started eight years ago, we actually were running an online reading program. That was the majority of it. Um, and then providing grant requests for parishes and schools. Let's say they need adaptive equipment or they need training or something that would help them enable them to um, serve those with special needs in their school or parish. But now we have moved more toward providing different ministries for those with special needs. So we've done like a totus tuus day. We've done a parent retreat. We've done trainings for our DREs and our priests and our volunteers. Um, We do a young adult group that Jacob's part of. Uh, this year, I'm doing an atrium session for kids with special needs. Oh, cool. Uh, we've done confirmation and first reconciliation and uh, first communion prep. Wow. So, yeah, just a bunch of different things. Wow. Meg, can you talk about your own passion yeah. just briefly for this ministry? Yeah. So, I have always um, had a passion for people with special needs. I grew up with an uncle with cerebral palsy, and so it's never been um, strange to me. It's always been something I've been around. And then I was able to get a job at a horse riding facility helping to train or to um, give lessons to people with special needs on horses, therapeutic riding. And it's just been something like I've always been able to see the beauty of those with special needs and be touched by them. And so it's something I want everyone to experience. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Great. It's beautiful. So thinking about um, Jacob, how long have you been in the group? Um, I've been in this group probably since last March yeah. to, a- to April of last year. And what kind of things do you participate in in the group? So, um, for me, it's more just talking and having good fellowship with people uh-huh. in the group, and Maggie being one of the, the biggest 
one that I, that I talked to probably a lot more than some of the other people. Okay. But um, when I first started, it was I was kind of shy at first, and it kind of took me a while to kind of get used to being part of it. Yeah. So how often do you guys meet, and where do you meet, and that sort of thing? We meet month, once a month, and now we're meeting at what parish? Do you remember? Um, St. Lambert's. St. Oh, Lambert's. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. You guys got it in. Yeah. During the break, they were laughing about St. Lambert's being the best. Yeah. So. <laughs> they got um, it in. And Jacob, what are we going to be doing this year? We're going to what together? We're starting off with math. We're going to start off with math, and, and then, then we'll have fellowship. After we're going to spend an hour um, just talking and yeah. having fellowship and talking about whatever... Um, Maggie wants to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so this year, he doesn't know this yet, because our first meeting is actually Ooh. this coming Saturday. Okay. So if anyone, even anyone, like, you don't have to sign up. This is a young adult group, so these are young adults with special needs. They're just like any other young adults, so show up. Um, it's at St. Lambert's. We start with Mass at 830, and then we'll have fellowship after, and I think we're just going to break down the gospel afterward. That's what we're going to okay. do this year. Yeah. Okay. We'll do small group. So, well, Jacob, what have you liked about this being part of this small group? Uh, for me, the thing I like about this um, group is that the fact that we have a really awesome leader that led us um, You're too sweet. into Sorry. this you paid awesome him to era. Say I did not. He's just <laughs> kind. You're so sweet. But I think the other part that I really like about it is the fellowship and being around people and um, just having people. For me, it's like just having good friends with mm. the background of being Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um for me, it was like, so, I have three amazing sisters, um, Regina, Teresa, and Anna, and for me, it's like, they always had um, amazing Catholic friends mm. through college and high school and all that, and I, I cannot admit that I was pretty jealous of them having these amazing friends, but, but even though they had all these great friends and I was jealous of them, um, I finally found a great group that I could really um, kind of have some, some a lot of good interests with. Yeah, like like-minded friends that have things in common, like yes. you. Yeah, yeah, people in common. Yeah, I feel like um, that's sometimes forgotten that your your group of people is sometimes forgotten. Like we're not serving you well, and so. We forget that they need support and they need to be a part of a group with like-minded people, just like we all do. We all hang out with people who we're like, right? That's what we do. That's where we thrive. And so um, it's important that we're providing those opportunities for you, too. And I really enjoy having that, especially with Maggie just running the whole thing. She's fantastic at it. (laughs) Thank you. It's nice to have somebody else running things, too. (laughs) (laughs) When you can just show up. Show up. up. I enjoy running it. It's a gift. It's not work. It's a gift, for sure. So what are this? So like opening the gospels. What are some of the other things that, that the group has done? Okay, so over the years we did one really cool book. Um, it was called Special Saints for Special People. Don't like be thrown by the title because it, yeah, it's a little like, eh. but it was awesome. So it had like a ton of different saints. We should re-get this out because you weren't part of it, Jacob. Um, oh. Or I should give you the book. A ton yeah. of different saints with disabilities mm. who struggled, and like oh. I never knew this. And they're saints, mm. so it's like no kidding. Yeah, it was really, really cool. So showing that, like, even people who had these major crosses um, that you would not pick out probably as saints, because we have this, like, big idea of what saints are in our head, um, were canonized saints. And mm-hmm. and then you can relate to them. And it was actually written by a, a young lady with special needs. Mm. So she took the time to research it because she felt so alone yep. in the faith. Wow. Yeah. So cool. Um, 
We've done service projects. We've been at the Alpha Center doing things, just giving back. I'm hoping to do more of that this year. I'd really like to go caroling to Lifescape with our group because, and just like Jacob, I'm, I'm going to bring you back into this. It's cool to see people with special needs working with people with special needs mm. and giving back. Um, Jacob actually helps out with Catechesis of the Good Shepherd at St. Lambert's. He volunteers. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Tell us about that a little bit. So when I was first approached with um, being part of the Catechesis of the Good Shepherd, by Jody Wheel, who's another um, parent with a kid with a special needs. Um, they um, wanted, wanted me to help with one of the um, kids that also has Down syndrome like me. Her name is Rebecca. And she's, she's actually a pretty awesome person. And even though she's a little bit shy and kind of just um, does things kind of on her own, I kind of gravitated into helping her with those things he needed, mm. which was really awesome for me yeah. to be able to do that. And I think that's cool um, to not be afraid to get people like Jacob involved because they have so much to bring. Yes. You know, like, don't assume they can't do something. Invite them to be part of it, part of their parish. It's more than just this group. This group is great. This ministry is great. But the real thing that we need is parishes to open their hearts and their doors to people with special needs and invite them in to be part of it because you are missing out if you don't. Mm. Yes. Yep. You, I have learned so much. Like This ministry is a gift to me. I've learned so much from Jacob and his faith, so much from all these other kids I've been able to, to yeah. serve. Um, so yeah, just inviting them in. Yeah. Well, and what a gift, Jacob, you are to that young lady because, yes. you know, you understand how it is to be shy and you understand how it is to be new. And so for you to be there for her is just a wonderful example. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I can, I can say it's quite amazing to be part of that. And going over the disability has been quite, a, like Maggie said, is a big challenge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And carrying um, that cross of not having that many, uh, I mean, I, I had some good friends mm -hmm. that I kind of grew up with, but later on in my life, it was like, I, a lot of my friends are now in college, yep. I'm going down a new path, and because of that, I need to find some friends that I know that will really understand what I'm going through, and mm. being part of this, this amazing special needs group that Maggie is leading, and um, kind of... And also done an awesome job kind of facilitating the, um, the group. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like Maggie said, it's a, it's a gift. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, if you're just tuning in, we are talking with Maggie Price and Jacob Fisher. They are part of the Special Needs Ministry, and they're just sharing a little bit about what the ministry is and some of the activities that they do. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about how other parishes might incorporate this into there, uh, some of the benefits that Jacob has seen, um, and why he would encourage other parishes to start it at their parish. Parish, parish, parish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And more Real Presence Live right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. 
from baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations. We pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. My name is Carrie Jans. I'm from Holy Angels Parish in Moose Lake, Minnesota. What I love about Real Presence Radio is that I'm able to start each day by waking up and tuning in and hearing the Word of God, daily Mass, Catholic teaching, and honest, true, real news. Real Presence Radio teaches our faith on the radio every day, throughout the entire day, in your car, on your phone, at your job, wherever you are able to tune in. It is a wonderful way to guide you through passing on the faith to your children, grandchildren, and anyone who has questions that you might be able to tune them in to Real Presence Radio. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. Please support this wonderful radio station, Real Presence Radio, because we need to keep this on the air so that we can continue to pass on the faith and support our Catholic churches. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we are hosting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thanks for joining us. We've got Maggie Price and Jacob Fisher. We've been having a great conversation with them about the special needs ministry here in the Sioux Falls area. Um, So during break, we were chatting a little bit about um, we have this ministry that is put on by the diocese here, and we're very blessed to have it. Maggie, what encouragement would you give other parishes? Yeah, so you don't have to have a ministry to touch those with special needs in your parish. You just have to have an open heart, and it takes one person um, reaching out, asking your priest, hey, like, let's look at parish registry. Do we have any families with anyone with a special need? It also takes parents reaching out and saying, my child has a special need. Mm. They've been told no a lot, and so they want, they like just hide and it. Mm. You do need to come forward and let people know so that we can help because we want to and we're here for you. Um, a lot of t- times people are afraid. But yeah, you don't have to have a ministry like in place. Anyone can start. Anyone can start a group. Anyone can start a parent support group. Anyone can start uh, a religious ed group for kids with special needs. Just don't be afraid and just do it. If yeah. it's on your heart, do it. Yeah. Well, and I think the elephant in the room is that people are afraid. Yeah. People are uncomfortable. They don't know how to in, you know interact sometimes maybe with somebody with special needs. Mm-hmm. And they don't know what to do. Yeah. To be honest, they don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They don't want to be rude mm-hmm. on top of all things. Jacob, what would you say to people who are nervous about approaching you and coming to you and asking you questions? I would say the biggest thing is to always be yourself no matter what. Mm-hmm. I mean, being yourself is like the most important thing. Um, to remember, and the biggest thing is was like um, putting yourself out there, like what Maggie said, 
as well as that, um, you, uh, don't ever be afraid to really step out in your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, for me, it was like, um, become a lector, um, become an usher, or get involved in the Paris, mm-hmm. some save form. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Beautiful. So I know, Jacob, you, in terms of stepping forward, I mean, for a long time, I remember a conversation that you and I had with Emily Leadham, where you were looking for some sort of young, you, I remember, because we talked about your sisters earlier. Um, yeah. You, you've talked about that, how you've seen other people, in this case, your sisters, who have these really great Catholic friendships, and you've desired that for yourself. You had that kind of in, in school growing up, but then everybody goes off to college and does their own thing, right. and, and you're looking for those relationships. So you stepped forward. It was in this case, it wasn't your mom or dad. Mm-hmm. It was you uh, yeah. who who took who was courageous enough to be not afraid and like I would like this. Is there mm. some way that this can happen? And, and it didn't happen necessarily the way that we thought it would. But here you are. There's a young adult group that you're able to be a part of, which is such a gift. So thank you for having the courage to step forward too. Yeah, it takes a lot of courage to really step out of the waters and yep. really. Go deep with your faith and see where it takes you. Yep. And I, I'm really thankful that Maggie has really done a great job of getting the special needs ministry out there for us. Thank yeah. you. So, Maggie, um, you said if, if you feel in your heart, but I know, I mean, some people, certain personality types, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> like, but I, I don't know how. Like, I want to do this, but I really don't. I know you say just go do it, but I have no idea. Easier how said to than do done. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I would say start with your parish priest. Okay. Um, always ask them for mm-hmm. ideas. They might, you know, priests are just fountains of knowledge they've been in this forever they've seen everyone ask them like hey i i'm seeing this child i'm seeing this adult and i'm feeling a desire to help them or to do something do you have any advice where to go um within our own diocese contact me i would love to help you um like hey i i want to start this group can you help me absolutely hey i have this this child i want to integrate into a group we already have can you help me absolutely i'll walk beside you um so yeah reach out to other people who might have more knowledge than you in that area. And sometimes I forget that. Like, people haven't worked with kids or adults with special needs forever, right. so they might not know right. what to do. But there's tons of stuff out there. There's different programming. Um, there's different literature. There's a way. There's always a way. So, yeah, I would say reach out. And so if they, are in their, if they are in their diocese, how do they get a hold of Maggie Price? And Price at sfcatholic.org. Start there, and then I can always, I, I have no problem giving out my cell phone number and stuff gotcha. if we need to okay. chat more but yeah email me shoot me an email and i would be happy to work with you i've done consults um where i've got to like go and sit in on a religious ed class with the kiddo who maybe just cannot handle it and i say oh let's do this this or this like yeah um <clears throat> yeah a lot of different different ways we can help great because i do think that some people so kind of our, one of our themes here uh be not afraid yeah. uh, the courage to step out mm-hmm. uh so sometimes i think it's happened to many of us maybe all uh, most of us um the Lord's nudging me to do something that I've never done before, and I'm a, and it's it is scary. So it's 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 easier if I have some uh, recipe to follow, if you will, yeah. or somebody I yeah. can talk mm-hmm. to. Yeah, mm-hmm. please reach out because I would love to walk beside yeah. you. It yeah. is not scary to me. It's fun, a gift, easy. <laughs> it's where God will let me be creative, and so it's no problem to help you. And I've probably dealt with it before, honestly. <laughs> if yeah. you reach out. Yeah. So you don't have to pave your own way. But speaking of which, can you talk about some of the different um, kinds of special needs that you've been able to help with so people do have an idea? Yes. 
autism, ADHD, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy. Um, we've had some kids with just like oppositional defiant, uh, a whole array. I just listed five, okay. I guess, yeah. but yeah, a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. And within those disabilities, there's like right. more. Uh, we've had people with um, hearing and uh, visual impairment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so pretty much everything. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Jacob, is there anything that somebody has done or can do that, that kind of insults you ever or uh, you find rude? Um, I haven't really had any experience with that Good. exactly. I know there was a few times when I was at St. Lambert's, some people probably have said some, some, something that probably hurt my feelings yeah. a few times, but I think the biggest part is that um, for, for me, that you should never bully people with disabilities. Mm -hmm. I mean, the biggest thing is that you should. Um, you, you, the one thing I, 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 I always remember is like, I used to work at this camp um, here in town. Um, we failed in day camp, and I had a, a kid that came up to me once and said, uh, Well, see, I keep coming by my nickname, which was Shockbait at the time. Mm -hmm. He said, um, Shockbait, I know you're um, short. Um, I know you, you, you're different, but at the end of the day, you're still a person. And to me, that always stuck with me, like, mm -hmm. pretty much forever. Yeah, I love it. So just knowing that um, people do, should, well, people who, people should always have a respect for people yes. with disabilities. It's, yes. So, yeah. Beautiful. I love it. So how has this group helped deepen your faith in the church? To me, I mean... Um, it, it really has even my faith to really get to know myself a lot better than I really knew. I mean, before I had problems trying to figure out what I should do for prayer in my yeah. personal time. Yep. But this has really opened my, my eyes a lot. I know one of the biggest things was last year, um, Maggie would talk about the saints. And for me, in my personal prayer, I actually like to um, do my own personal lineage of the saints. Oh, okay. So I like to to read the saints and it's really act of the intercession. So who who are some of the saints who are in your litany, Jacob? Who who do you have a relationship with? Um, probably the biggest one is Saint Patrick and Saint Stephen. Oh. Are the biggest two. Is there any particular reason with either of them, or? Um, one of them is because Patrick is my middle name. Okay. Number yeah. one and two. It's actually the cool thing about that is that um, Saint Patrick is that. Um, Patrick is another um, name for Patricia, which is actually my, my grandma's name. Okay. Um, um, which is my mom's mother. Yeah. And um, <coughs> she died probably a little before I was born, so they decided to, name, to have my name be Patrick. And then St. Stephen was my confirmation saint. Okay. And I really liked him a lot because, well, number one, he was a martyr. Yep. The first, yeah. Which was awesome. I just like how he had an amazing faith to speak out about his faith. And, and going back to that thing about not being afraid. He was never afraid to speak out. And two, it was, he was, it was also the name of my godfather. Okay. So. Do you know when his feast day is? Um, it's in December, I believe. It's the December. day after? It's, it's like the day after Thanksgiving. After Christmas, yep. Well, after yeah, Christmas. after Christmas. So, um, and I'm guessing the Fishers might do this, but in our house we celebrate our, our name saints' day, feast days. Um, but does St. Stephen never get forgotten because it's the day after Christmas <laughs> and there's a lot going on? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yes, yeah. Not this year, Jacob. 2022, remember St. Stephen. Yeah, remember St. Stephen. There we go. <laughs> 
Well, we only have a couple minutes left. Any last thoughts, Maggie or Jacob? I really want to get pops to Maggie for all she's done. Oh, my goodness. You're too kind. He thinks you do a good you. job. I, I know. Yeah. I'm, like, very humbled. I don't know that I do that good of a job. But thank you. Yeah. <gasps> thank you. And the biggest thing is, like, if she was – I honestly say that Maggie is a saint. Oh. A, like, a saint to me because oh. all she is – all the compassion and amazing work she has done to really make the special needs ministry um, just amazing – it's awesome, and if you, if Maggie had a patron of anything, it would be a people uh, would be people with special needs. I would love that. You're yeah. so kind. <laughs> That's my goal. We'll make that my goal. Thank you, Jacob. Yeah. You're so sweet. I'm thankful for you, and I'm thankful for all the people in our diocese with special needs and their parents um, for saying yes to their lives. First of all, <laughs> in a time now where people don't do that, so so mm-hmm. sad and devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so grateful for those parents. Yes, and I want to support them in that. They, they made that commitment to say yes, and they need our love and they need our support. And being able to get to know people like Jacob and other people in our group has brought me so much closer to Christ because they have such joy. They're carrying these big crosses. I don't even know if they would call them crosses. I know you did, Jacob, but I don't know if all of them would. Sure. But they're doing it with such joy and peace. And I see myself sitting here fighting my crosses day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And so if anyone wants to learn how to get closer to Jesus and embrace the cross, um, get closer to the Eucharist and your Catholic faith, go find someone with a special need and they will just blow you away with their faith. Um, they've been such an inspiration in my life. A huge gift. Huge gift. Like this ministry yeah. is such a gift to me and it can be to everybody. Yeah. Whether you have a special need or not. I say it's actually like, yeah, we serve those with special needs. But the reality is those with special needs are serving us. <laughs> In our parishes, in our diocese, and they have so much to offer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, gratitude. I'm grateful. Beautiful. Yeah, and to me, it's like good back to um, the message that um, all payers, um, St. Lambert is all about is people serving people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. It goes it. both ways. Yeah, it goes both ways. Yep. Well, Maggie, can you give out your email one more time? Yes, please reach out, mprice at sfcatholic.org. And we have this coming Saturday at St. Lambert, starting at 8.30, a young adult group. Starting at 10.45, we have um, Atrium for special needs kiddos. So please reach out. Awesome. Love it. Maggie, Jacob, thank you so much for yeah, joining thanks us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. It's been a privilege. It's been great. All right, folks, we've got more. We're going to get a we're going to get an update from uh, Rapid City. I'm excited to hear how things are going there remodeling their cathedral so big things going on in rapid city and father brian christensen is up next so folks stay with us more real presence live right after this live engaging and local this is real presence live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the real presence radio network 